0: Listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter and be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
1: Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gebus. I'm Father Brian Christensen. And I'm very happy. You are very happy. We just got donuts delivered to us.
2: Donuts delivered by faithful listeners, blowing kisses and smiles.
1: C- wow. Cecilia Lang.
2: She Thank is- you. A shout-out to Cecilia Lang, faithful listener of Real Presence, live here in Rapid City, South Dakota. And we have not just one box of donuts, we have a double box of donuts. Oh. You- and it
1: says on the side,
2: you deserve a donut.
1: And, and you know what? <laughs> it, what? What's really exciting is that Cecilia is is a godmother to my son, Blaze.
2: There you go. And so what, what's Blaze up to this fall? Have we talked about that on the Yeah, area? We, had,
1: we talked last time we had...
2: Do our listeners Robert know what, what your son is up to? I think so. You're sure?
1: He's going... Pre-seminary? Should we call it pre-seminary? I mean, he's going
2: to seminary. He's going to formation. Formation. He's to formation, priestly formation for the Diocese of Rapid City. So yeah. congratulations, proud mom. I am now very you're, proud. You're, we can get you on the show now with all the crazy <gasps> oh, moms. I mean, all the right. lovely moms yeah. of seminarians. Moms.
3: Yeah, all the helicopter moms.
1: Come in. <laughs> and yet, here's Father me. Father Tim's voice. Just, just, uh, fa- just Father Tim, just so you know, when I had Blaze on for the live drive, I asked him, so, Blaise, what are your plans for this summer? Does it include moving out of your mom's house? I don't think that qualifies me as a helicopter parent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for the record, <laughs> well, for all 2.4 2. Right. million people listening.
2: <laughs> all point, 2. 4, 2. 4 million. Yeah, no, we're joined now in, after the break with Father Tim Hoyt, pastor here of the amazing parish of Blessed Sacrament. Um, and yeah, no, we are just stunned by the generosity of our listeners who brought us a giant box of donuts. Someone's got to open
3: that one. That one's yeah. on taped shut. You know, the, the great thing about having donuts on the radio is you, you can't eat them because you have a big microphone in your <laughs> mouth and you can't... Uh, the host is always asking you questions and so... I'll be eating so just while he's to, answering the questions. You just there have to look go. at them. You have to
2: look at the... Oh, look at those. There's some chocolate them.
3: ones and
2: some oh, glaze. That's, that's a nice combination. See, this so. is
1: the benefit we of being... We've got to get Matthew off.
2: and Jillian yeah. back because there's a note on right here on your on your mom, This one.
1: This is the benefit of being... A, a guest on Real Presence Live.
3: <laughs>
1: Anybody donut, who wants a donut, donut, donut drops, sign donut up drops. to be a guest.
3: Wow.
2: Okay, Karen, back on track here. This is—I uh, mean, this is a fun place to be. We're going to broadcast. We're going to come back here again. again. We're coming back. <laughs> so um, yeah, we've been talking this morning. Jillian, here's your donut. Jillian's coming into the studio right now, and uh, there's donuts for you and Matthew and uh, for for everybody. There's donuts for, for everybody. Donuts for everybody that's working hard on this Parish Festival tomorrow at Blessed Sacrament. Um, as I said, we're joined by Father Tim Hoig.
1: Yeah. And we are here to discuss a somewhat controversial, but, yeah. you know, a, so, an event that is coming up in September.
2: Another event in September. <laughs> yeah. 24th, 25th, 26th of September at the Monument um, Rushmore Plaza Civic Center. Uh, here in Rapid City, we have an event called the Black Hills paha Sapa celebration with will graham now that 's a mouthful
1: that 's a mouthful
2: that 's a mouthful and uh, and you know the the will Graham is the grandson uh, of Billy, Billy Graham, Graham right? right? Everybody, everybody of, knows, everybody recognizes the great yeah. evangelist, uh, uh, Billy Graham, and uh, and then his Billy Graham's son is Franklin Graham, mm-hmm. and Franklin's son is Will Graham. You right. know, so uh, Will Graham is, does something similar to his father and to his grandfather um, with regard to you know community crusades. Where they want to just share the good news of the gospel, evangelize communities, uh, and bring them uh, to Christ. Um, his uh, grandfather, Billy, called them crusades. Uh, Franklin calls them festivals. And Will calls them celebrations. But pretty much the same, same. concept of Preaching Jesus Christ and bringing people uh, to conversion. Um, What is uh, unique and why we're talking about this um, is many of our Catholic parishes here in the Rapid City and Black Hills region have gotten on board to cooperate and and to be partners in this effort. And so that's what I really wanted to visit with Father Tim about um, about um, about this celebration and why would Catholics and why would Catholic parishes um, um, be Partners in this this kind of a, an event, which is not particularly Catholic in its right. origins, and
1: in and in general, causing a lot of uproar.
2: Yeah, because yeah.
1: of the participation, but there has to be a very good reason why. Yeah,
2: for sure, sure. So, Father Tim, how did you get involved in the Black Hill Celebration, Pahasapa Celebration with Will Graham?
3: Well, I got involved with the way I get involved with a lot of things, and uh, my friend, who's a pastor across the t- across town at the cathedral. Got involved, and then uh, he talked to me about it, and pretty soon I was involved too. And
1: uh, uh, way to go, friend. And
3: uh, but uh, the Wilgram event uh, is in some ways fundamentally Catholic because they talk about the the essence of Catholicism, which is Jesus Christ and a relationship with Him, and that's that's one thing as as Christians. Whether we're uh, Catholics or Protestants, that we can all agree on—that that 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 the essence of our faith is Jesus Christ and a relationship with Him—and uh, you know, I've had the opportunity to hear um, William Graham speak, and uh, I think that this is just a great opportunity in our incre- increasingly secular world to um, invite a friend—you know—to kind of do what Crecido says, you know, uh, be a friend. You know, and bring a friend to Christ. Yeah. Um, it's a great opportunity to do that. Something we can all get on board with, and it's something that all Christians we can work together to reach out to our neighbors who are, you know, either don't belong to a church or maybe they're falling away from their church, or maybe they're falling away Catholic from the Catholic Church, and to reach out to them and take them to the William Graham event to, as Christians, hear uh, a message about developing and forming and nurturing and building a relationship with Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. And now one of the things that, you know, I, uh, was attracted to as your friend, uh, across the way at the cathedral parish and pastor there, and what attracted me to, uh, this, uh, opportunity to partner, you know, with the, um, Black Hills celebration with Will Graham and partner with the Billy Graham evangelistic association, um, was that it wasn't just about the one event. It wasn't about what's going to happen at the, at the monument civic center uh, in September. Those nights, Friday night the 24th and Saturday the 25th and Sunday the 26th of September. But there was a whole, a whole kind of ramping up, if you will, for over the last year uh, of, of engaging the churches, engaging the parishes, engaging Christians here in the Black Hills region. Um, Leading up to the event, and then also something, uh, a follow-up, you know, because um, the, the event of the celebration, you know, Black Hill Celebration with Will Graham in September, um, is meant to connect people with the body of Christ. That he, Will Graham's here for three days, but we're here, this is the part of the, the God's uh, creation that he's entrusted to us to be shepherds and, and to, to, lead, to be with people for the long haul. From the time of their conversion until they hopefully they entered into eternal life. Can you talk to our listeners a little bit about um, those kind of preparations of what's going on? It's not just the celebration in September, but we've been engaged in this process and our parishes have been engaged in this process for a long time.
3: Yeah, that's another great way that the, the, this William Graham event has aided the Catholic Church and yes. that is that it has helped us mobilize our evangelization among the laity, which our Second Vatican Council uh, in 1964 talked about in a, in a document called the Apostolate of the Laity, which is in, to be intentional about uh, sharing the message of the gospel with their neighbors. And over time, somehow we got comfortable with just being a lector or being a, a sacristan or being a greeter in the church and really not fulfilling our the laity's rightful role to evangelize. And yeah, the William Graham event... Uh, our brothers and separated brothers and sisters in christ you know what they're a little bit better at that than we are and so it's been an opportunity to allow them to teach us uh, how to help the laity fulfill the rightful role as evangelists and all the activities and programs that they've been offering this year has really helped us to kind of mobilize that and they're interested in helping catholics i mean we're getting critiqued because we're getting on board with the Protestants, but be sure that they're getting critiqued as well for getting on board with the Catholics uh, from their fellow Protestants who can't understand why they'd help the Catholic Church. But they're about bringing Christ to everyone.
2: Right. Right. I think, you know, we'll go back to kind of the practicalities of, of all the stuff that has led is leading us up to that and the benefits that I think I've seen, you've seen, and I, I think many of the people that have been involved and engaged with this process leading up to the celebration have seen and also the process afterwards. But I think one of the um one of the byproducts I think of this has been that kind of discussion with our separated brothers and sisters in Christ that meeting other pastors meeting others, and, and sharing our love for Christ, our particular life of prayer, our commitment to the liturgy and the, and the sacramental life of the church, our devotion to the saints and, and, and to the Blessed Virgin Mary, that we've been able to share these conversations um, and say that, that's, that these people, these Catholics, are on fire for Christ. You know, I think there's been a great
3: kind of mutual understanding along the way. Yeah, I think, I think that's true. I think they, uh, some of our separated brothers and sisters uh, as pastors have been um, pleasantly surprised to find that we actually are Christians and that we, uh, we, we love the Lord and that we, we, we want disciples of Jesus, uh, like they do. And, um, you know, an initial, um, an initial when we, we have our initial relationship with Jesus Christ, when that's the first initiated, that looks a little bit similar uh, for Christians across the board, when we first kind of say, you know what, I think I do maybe want a relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe, maybe all the secular things I've been hearing about Jesus maybe aren't really that true, and maybe faith really is the way to fulfillment in, in this world and in the world to come. I think that first initial um, experience, pretty similar, Catholics and non-Catholics. Now, discipleship, that's different. You know, we, we have a definite and distinct path of discipleship that has been, we've been following um, since the time of Jesus. Um, so um, our path after the William Graham event is probably going to look different than our separated brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, but we're all on board with the initial event. Yeah. encountering Christ.
2: Well, we're going to come back after the break. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm with Karen Giebus. We're talking with the pastor of Blessed Sacrament Parish, um, Father Tim Hoig, about the Black Hills Paha Celebration with Will Graham coming up here in September, and all that has been leading up to that, all the fruits of that, all the challenges that have been there, and what lies uh, after the event. We'll be right back after the break. Real Presence Radio has been such such an impact on my life personally and my personal conversion story and just in my growth. As a Christian man, I listen to it from the time I get up. Anytime I'm in the vehicle... 1280 is on my dial. I hear everything from Sunrise Morning Show Mother Angelica, we got Take 2, we got Dr. Ray Grande, we got we got everybody. We got Catholic Answers which I love. We got Father Larry. There's so much to be gained, so many fruits to pull from this radio station that just does so much for us and increases our faith and increases my personal knowledge. I have grown in so many ways that I can't even explain it. It's it's for personally it has brought me closer to God. It has brought me tighter in my church, tighter with my family. They are also starting to listen as my son out of Mayville is listening to the Real Presence Radio. So it has been a blessing for all of us all the way around.
0: This is Deacon Gary Hager from Holy Rosary in Detroit Lakes. Thank you for listening to Real Presence Radio. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Good morning. I'm
1: Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Gibis. We're reporting live from. Blessed Sacrament Church in the it, best part of Rapid City. The
2: west part of the Rapid oh, City. Oh, west
1: part! I, uh, I Not keep best part. I keep west thinking you're part. saying best part of Come
3: Rapid City. On. Father Tim has his it's own slipped, truth. Just slips right out.
1: It does. <laughs> it does.
2: Uh, yeah, no, we've been talking about, as Karen mentioned, an exciting but also some somewhat. Um, uh, This, you know, uh, what would I say? Controversial. Controversial controversial that Mm -hmm. raised, you know, some, the back of the, you know, the hairs on the back of some people's uh, necks when we say that we're cooperating with uh, the Billy Graham Evangelism Association and and Will Graham. You know, it's very interesting. Right at the beginning, uh, as we were considering being part of this, I was at a meeting um, with other pastors and with uh, Will Graham. This goes uh, back into 2000. Twenty, you know, over a year ago, um, and it was uh, it was uh, on the thirtieth of June, and uh, we were meeting uh, and discussing, you know, what how this might look and what our, our level of cooperation might be. And uh, you know, the thirtieth of June is the first martyrs of Rome. Okay. And at one of the breaks, uh, uh, Will grandma was standing there, and I just went over and introduced myself, and I said, "Yeah, it's great today that we're meeting on this uh, this memorial of the first martyrs of Rome." And um, he said. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me more about that. And I said, well, we'll just celebrate all of those after the Feast of, of Saints Peter and Paul. Um, that, you know, we celebrate all those who have yeah. died for our faith. Yeah. He said, don't we have a wonderful history? I said, "Yes, we, we do. do. Yes, we do." And so, just sharing that, those kind of conversations over the last uh, year and a half, because that's yeah. what the this preparation is, didn't just take place in the last couple of weeks, the last couple of months. M- many people are hearing about it for the first time, um, but uh, but it's really been something that's been in the planning um, for for over two years now, uh, with prayer, prayerful discernment, a- and uh, and preparation. So, some of those preparations, Father Tim, you were mentioning. Um, about just kind of organizing and setting up, and and one of the main preparations I think was this Christian Life and Witness course. Uh, Christian Life and Witness. Can can you talk a little bit to the listeners about Christian Life and Witness and, and what that was about, uh, and and how your parish was involved in that? Is there a <clears throat> still a makeup course, or does that pass that just now? finished last night? So there was a makeup course uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday uh, here in town on the Christian Life and Witness course. But back in April. Well, we had the opportunity after Easter time to,
3: to offer this course around the Black Hills area. Yeah, so part of our participation with the William Graham event is that uh, Catholics themselves will have an opportunity to, after having kind of been uh, reengaged and uh, reawakened to our call to uh, uh, the Apostle of the Lady, we have an opportunity to be trained, and how to actually meet with people and pray with them out loud. I know that's a scary thing for <laughs> Catholics. We're happy to pray for people, but praying with people out loud—not <clears throat> not not,
2: usually in our comfort—not
3: not, not our comfort wheelhouse. So, kind of how to do that, how to talk to people about our relationship with Jesus Christ, and how to invite them to be to a place where they could give their life to Christ or renew their relationship with Christ, which might be the case for many people uh, who grew up in a faith but for whatever reason um, fell away from their relationship with Christ and want to have an opportunity to come back. And so, um, yeah, we we were able to get from Blessed Sacrament uh, 100 people, 100 Christians, who are willing to uh, learn how to be be trained and how to be uh, what the William Graham event calls a counselor. Um, really just as a a fellow Christian who has a a relationship with Jesus Christ and is willing to share that and help someone else either return to that relationship or or, or, um, initiate one from from the start.
2: Yeah, we were able to host uh, one here at Blessed Sacrament, uh, your parish, on Sunday afternoons for three weeks in a row. We were hosting uh, at Cathedral uh, Parish as well on Wednesday evenings for three weeks uh, back in April. Um, and each week was a different aspect uh, of our discipleship and our, our call uh, to evangelize. And that includes each and every one of us, as you were saying, the you know the, the apostolate of the laity to, to really imbue the the community, to imbue the culture, to imbue everything uh, with
3: the the gospel of Jesus Christ. And even to say that Christians across the city, um, you know, each church sent sent people to the Christian Life Witness Course. Some of our Catholics went to Christian Life Witness Course hosted at other churches, uh, Rapid City, Hill City. Uh, I think parishes from you know. Custer's involved as well. Sturgis is involved as well, and so um, you know we had Catholics and non Catholics uh, mixing together <laughs> and uh, um, praying, praying with, praying praying with together, one another, the sharing their stories with one, with one yeah, another, yeah, exactly, yeah. working together for the common goal of of um, bringing our cities to Christ. Yeah.
2: No, and that was really beautiful. So the first week of the Christian Life and Witness course is really just understanding our own relationship with Christ, right? How has Christ entered into my life? How has Jesus Christ changed my life? How am I a faithful disciple of Jesus Christ? And really kind of, you know, really taking stock and reflecting upon that and being able to articulate that, right? How do I recognize the, my relationship with Christ, and how do I talk about that? I mean, because it's something, again, I don't think, in general, in our culture, whether you're Catholic or, or, or non-Catholic Christians, that we easily talk about that. You know, we talk about the movies we saw, we talk about the restaurants we've been to, right. talk about to the family reunion we've been to, but how is your relationship with Christ going? What have you talked to him about lately? Or how has he influenced your life? Or what was the last you know book that you read on the faith? Or what are you praying with in the scriptures this week? And it's just like, we don't do that. So that was the first, the first week uh, of that. And the second week of the Christian Life and Witness course is um, really um, how do we share that? How do we share our relationship and invite others to consider that relationship as well? Um, and the third week was once they make that either... Commitment to Christ or that reaffirmation to come back to a relationship with Christ and Life Church. How do we, as a community, welcome them? Welcome them right. back. Welcome right. them back. So I, this is part of that training, um, and we've we've gone beyond that. Right? We had that training back in in. All, in um, April. And I think in your parish and in my parish, there's been groups of people that have continued by reading a book by uh, Dr. Scott Hahn called Evangelizing Catholics. And it's really um, a beautiful, short little book um, of how um, we can be. Um, it's not about evangelizing Catholics, but how can we be Catholics who evangelize?
3: Yeah, you know, that's an interesting thing about this whole situation is that. Uh, to begin to work with the William Graham Association, we had to make a decision that we were going to trust them, that they weren't inviting us in to convert us right. to be Protestant, and we had to believe them when they told us that they're not a church and they're not they they're they're not about um, converting you know taking people away from anybody's church um, that we're, we're all. They're they're about proclaiming the message of of the gospel and about bringing uh, people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. That's what they're that's what they're about. We had to trust them in that. So far, I would have to say uh, it was it was a good decision, right? And right. um. um that's better. Uh, Father Tim lost his train, train of thought. thought so.
2: He got distracted by the coffee He got he coffee
3: felt. delivered. Okay. So,
2: no, let me just follow up with that because um, that's the, you know, the celebration um, is intended to preach Christ, but to hand those who are who commit themselves to Christ, to, to reaffirm their faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. hand them back to the church. And, um, and that brings me to another point. Um, people uh, have criticized... Uh, you know, the Catholic Church's involvement with this, um, saying that we're going to lose people. They're all going to become mm-hmm. Protestants. Um, and, uh, and, and my answer is, um, you know, we could stand on the sidelines as Catholics and watch this very large event take place down in our city by hundreds of, of, of non Catholic communities, Christians who are committed to Christ. They're going to preach the gospel. And we're going to watch them walk in, some of them. Are fallen away Catholics? Some of them fall, they're going to walk into the civic center, um, and the Holy Spirit is going to work and bring them to Christ. And where are they going to go if we're not standing there? If we're not visiting with them? If they don't see us and we didn't invite them there, right? Um, they're going to go to another church for sure, because that's the idea: is to, that the the event is only an opportunity to meet Christ, but then hand them back to communities that follow the way of Christ and. And if we're not part of it, they're not coming back to the sacrament, they're not coming back to Rose of Lima, they're not coming back to St. Francis of Assisi, they're not coming back to Our Lady of Perpetual Health.
3: Yeah, and that's why in our parishes we we worked hard to develop the Alpha Program. Mm -hmm. Uh, We worked hard to develop, uh, once they encounter. You go through our Alpha Program in October, and then we have... We'll we'll, we'll invite them, if they complete the Alpha program, to come into a program to study salvation history, to learn the 16 books, to read in order, to understand salvation history, and then we'll get them connected with the Connect group. We have a whole plan set in place. We put that plan in place because the William Graham event told us we had to in order to participate. Mm -hmm. Because they are interested in people developing a relationship with Jesus Christ, but they're also interested in discipleship because they know if we don't follow up and we don't keep them connected and then that relationship that they make on that one night in the William Grant in the Civic Center isn't going to mean that much if they don't get connected up with Christians. So they told us that in the first 6 months any one person who recommits their life to Christ or commits their life to Christ has to have 7 to 15 new friends new Christian friends in the first 6 months. Say
2: that again. Say that again. If a person who commits themselves to Christ or recommits themselves to Christ, what do they need?
3: In the first six months following that commitment or recommitment, they need seven to fifteen Christian friends in the first six months. Otherwise? Otherwise, they... Fall, fall away. They fall away.
2: Right. So it's that Support. belonging. We've been, we, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Yeah, we were. People, Young people, adults. I mean, even when we were talking about the preparation for, for the, the parish festival, parish festival that, those young couples mm-hmm. that, you know, uh, Trisha and Dave were talking about, they form this beautiful community that they want to be together. Right. Not just a plan for the festival, but to walk this life in Christ together. That right. friendship in Christ is an important part important part and that's what you're saying here Father Tim with regard to how new Christians or returning Christians Catholics coming back to their parishes
3: they need to be connected Yeah, and so we have an opportunity uh, uh, we could stand like you say we could stand on the sidelines and let this opportunity pass us by and let other Christian church churches do our work of evangelization because we're refusing to get in there because of pride or I don't know why we would Lose this opportunity, but uh, for those who don't want us involved, I think should ask that question: Why not? Is it because of pride? We, we just don't want to allow ourselves to 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 learn and and. Sharing this great opportunity. Yeah, with I
2: think that. I mean, you're, that you know, that comes back to you know, kind of that the controversial point of Catholics' involvement with the celebration is what is the reason for it. And some of the criticism is that they're not preaching the fullness of the truth. Um, and so, why don't we come back? To that very issue, like what are the objections, perhaps that some people have, and that we've heard over the last year or so, uh, to Catholic involvement with the celebration? When we come back from Blessed Sacrament on Real Presence Live on this is a wonderful Friday morning, August thirteenth, twenty twenty one, we'll be back.
1: Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3-8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: We're back. We're back (laughs) discussing how these priests have never been to Fargo, and when they go, they will get a, a private studio tour. By
2: Eli. I just know Eli has got a great microphone there in the studio. He does. I saw the movie Fargo. I saw it? the movie Fargo? I did see the movie Fargo. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend There's it. Other There's other <laughs> movies. You wouldn't recommend it. Father Tim and I are good at seeing movies that I don't recommend. We I saw a recommend. movie
3: last night, which after we saw it, it made sense While well, there was only four people in the theater. <laughs>
2: We just want to escape the heat and the rally and go to a cool theater. We both had a night free. Had the night free last night. And then, yeah, yeah, there was four of us in the theater, and there's reasons for that. Okay, we're back here at Blessed Sacrament (laughs) Parish on Real Presence Live. I'm Father Brian Christensen.
1: I'm Karen Keepus.
2: And we're talking with Father Tim Hoy, Pastor of Blessed Sacrament. And we're talking about this uh, Black Hills Paha Celebration um, with Will Graham. Um, It is a celebration uh, of the life of Christ, so the gospel and an opportunity to share the gospel. One of the things is um, about this uh, and partly why many of our Catholic pastors in the area have gotten on board uh, with the celebration um, is the opportunity uh, to proclaim the gospel. (laughs) Uh, To do that in a very um, bold uh, and exciting and dynamic way because so... The, the 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 great the great problem i mean the the great challenge i guess is um certainly there's a challenge to reconcile ourselves as Jesus wants into the body of Christ, one church in, in Christ and, and the reconciliation uh, between Catholics and, and um, Protestant denominations. But even more so, I think um, while that is necessary and desired by our Lord is that the, the world uh, is more and more secular, more and more uh, materialistic, more and more claimed by darkness um, The war, the violence, the anger, the frustration, um, the divisions that we see in the world today are not of God. Um, They're of Satan. And the churches, in this case, the Catholic Church and our separated brethren, these ecclesial communities, can come together with a common voice uh, of light, of life, of love, of healing um, that only comes in Jesus Christ. That only comes in Jesus Christ. So the... If we can stand together shoulder and shoulder, brothers and sisters in Christ, to proclaim a common message of salvation and the gospel of Jesus Christ, um, then I don't want to miss that opportunity and, and that's, that that is shared by many uh, of our uh, of the Catholic priests here in Western South Dakota and by our parishioners so I think that that's one of the challenge, but there's still objections there's still objections to that and Father Tim, um, you were just kind of alluding to what what? What? Why would people be opposed to this? Is Is it a fear? Is it a a, a lack? Um, and I know some people have voiced uh, their concern that you know at the celebration, right? At the celebration, you know, in September at, at Monument, you know, at the Civic Center here in Rapid City, that we're not going to hear the the fullness. Uh, uh, of the gospel measure, the fullness of the church's teachings on sacramental life, on the communion of saints, on on the liturgical life, on, you know, and how, how that all unfolds. Um,
3: yeah, no, that's true. I think that's one of the concerns, but uh, we're, as Catholics, we're grateful that that's not going to happen at that event because that that is something we probably would disagree on. Uh, uh, the theology of grace and sacraments and um, devotion to Mary and, and the, the Eucharist and what the Eucharist is, and we even, even in our sessions, we've, they have a different understanding of grace than we kind of have, we think about grace differently. Um, so we're we're glad that they're not going to be going into any of that, and it's appropriate they're not, actually, because uh, even think of St. Paul, when when Jesus appeared, when the, when Jesus appeared to St. Paul on the road to Damascus, and then he, you know, he went to the... Uh, he went to the next series of events weren't okay go to work go out and evangelize Uh, here's the body of doctrine no he spent three years with the apostles learning and being formed and shaped and learning all that stuff they didn't start with the the, they didn't push him right into the deep end you know they started. he started even St. Paul who was knowledgeable of Jewish law he didn't they didn't push him right into the deep end of who is Jesus Christ and how does grace work and now what are the sacrients no so it's appropriate that the William Graham event's not going to go into that. That's our job. Yeah. Once, once that happens and they hand them off to us, then we'll incrementally, we're not going to push them right into the deep end either. That's why we're starting with Alpha. Yeah. So why don't you
2: talk about that? So um, we've had this time of preparation for a year now. Uh, we've done the Christian Life and Witness course. We've had follow-ups with our Catholic uh, you know parishioners here that are going to be involved in some way at the celebration. Um, but there's also post-celebration. So after Will Graham and his team depart uh, Rapid City uh, on the 26th of September, what's next for your blessed, blessed sacrament parish community as you follow up with those who um, identify themselves as? Interested in the Catholic Church, desiring to come back to the Catholic Church, they were raised Catholic or baptized Catholic, and now, you know, you get a bunch of names um, from the Will Graham celebration Monday morning, the twenty seventh of September. Which blessings sacrament. we're going to
3: call them up? We're gonna. We got a host of people ready who were trained at the William uh, Graham's um, Christian Life Witness courses, and we're going to call everybody up. And we're going to invite them to come to our alpha program, uh, which starts the following Tuesday, and um, uh, not the next exact the next day, but the following Tuesday from there. And um, because we think it might take it might take more than a day to get them all called, sure. Um, and to meet with them and invite them. Then from uh, that's uh, the beginning of October, so ten weeks of alpha that takes them to about uh, the middle of December. Then in january we 're going to invite them those who complete the alpha course we 're going to invite them to come to uh, study salvation history uh, how to read the scriptures and how to be fed through the scriptures and how to discover Jesus Christ not only in the new New, new Testament but prefigured in the old and uh, to um, then uh, that'll take them to the summertime we'll get them connected up with what 's called connect groups you know cr- groups of Christian People that they no doubt have by that time hopefully formed relationships with and built community with to kind of keep them connected through the summer, to back to our rite of Christ, Christian initiation of adults in the fall. And that's when we'll start giving them the doctrine. So we're not going to start doctrine when they get done with the William Graham event. We're going to just talk about discipleship, how to read the scriptures. How to read the scriptures in the view from the Christocentric pres- 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 you know, place, how to see Jesus in the Old Testament and the New, and how to learn to trust the scriptures and how to pray yeah. before we bring them into the doctrines of the Church. And into CIA. the deep
2: end uh, of uh, the sacramental life and, right. and into the mystery of the Eucharist, the Sorsen Summit, because that's the goal. That's the aim, but that's not the beginning. That's not the beginning. So uh, I just want to thank uh, Father Tim uh, for uh, being with us today and hosting us here at Blessed Sacrament uh, Parish. Um, Karen, what's well, coming up after? What's coming up? I don't know.
1: We have to send it to Fargo. We're we have that to cool. send it to Fargo. And Eli's going to speak into it and tell us what's coming up on Monday's show.
4: Well, thanks, Karen. Got a lot coming up on next Monday's Real Presence Live. It'll be hosted by Jack and Doreen Canali, coming to you from our Fargo studios. They'll start off the show visiting with Ron Stabel. It's the largest men's group in town, and now you can go on a retreat with them. He'll tell us more. Plus, Joe Rutten about how he's teaching others how to take Sunday into Monday. Plus, some special guests will give us some back-to-school tips for taking care of mental health for parents and kids. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That'll be Monday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you.
1: All right. Thanks, Eli. Well, we've had coffee. We've had donuts. We've had amazing discussion and now, Father, it's time to move on to the rest of our day. <laughs> well, Father Tim,
2: thank you for being uh, the host here today. And thank you for this discussion on on the Black Hills Paha, uh Sapa celebration, uh, which is coming up. And if people are interested in knowing more, they can check out the website at Blessed Sacrament. They can check out the website at... Our Lady of Perpetual Help, Cathedral in Rapid City, um, lots of information. If they're local here and they want to get involved and be part of it, because there's lots of ways to be part of it uh, at the at the various parishes across the Blacks Hills uh, with regard to the phone call follow-ups, being part of, um, welcoming people, certainly inviting people to the event, because if you bring someone to the event and their life has changed for Christ, they're going to follow you back to your parish.
3: Yep, that's right.
1: But before that, you have the Parish Festival I have the tomorrow.
3: Parish Festival. But before that even, I want to thank Father Brian for hosting over here. He's, he's great radio. He's great at this radio stuff. He is. He's
1: great. <laughs> and
3: I uh, appreciate you know, taking the time to come over and help us do this this morning. Yes. Our Parish Festival tomorrow begins with a uh, Holy Sacrifice of the Mass, celebrating the Feast of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary at 4 p.m., uh, followed by uh, Pig Roast and uh, Children's Games and... Uh, uh, dancing, music. and live music, and uh, a dunk tank. At dunk tank hosting. Uh, certainly, the priests and our seminarian and a couple of our deacons. Um, and um, yeah, uh, um, you're all welcome. It's free. It's free. Uh, Catholic, it's free. Catholic businesses got to, came together and uh, paid for the entire event, working together to make sure that uh, this event would ha- have no cost at all. And so we hope that uh, we certainly want to invite all of our Catholic friends from across the city to join us. You're certainly welcome to come and uh, celebrate with us as we uh, say farewell to COVID.
1: Yeah, well, farewell, and welcome back to the parish, right? Welcome
2: back for the parish, those who are still hanging on the fringes. Uh, great team that you have. Uh, it was great to visit with Dave and Tricia earlier today and having Robert Kenyon, the seminarian, getting ready to be ordained a deacon for our diocese. And uh, a great day here at uh, Blessed Sacrament Parish, uh, and congratulations and good luck, and God bless on your parish festival tomorrow. All right, that's uh, signing off today, Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Keebus. So we'll see you next time on Real Presence Live.